It is Monday, December 14th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by Jet Home Loans. And now, a guy who's finally figured out a way to get a word in edgewise, J.P. Shadrick. Welcome in Jaguars Happy Hour. And that is because we are Baselli free tonight. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, CBS Sports Senior Writer. Well, Tony will be with us in the second hour. We have one hour to break it all down. Here's what's coming up on the show today. Me and Pete. Pete and me. Like the old days. We'll have a Titans-Jaguars review. Jags lost 31-10. to Gardner Minshew, the second, will start next week against the Baltimore Ravens. We'll get into that decision from head coach Doug Marone, Tony Baselli at 5 o'clock. Your social media questions in the second hour. The not-so-powerful draft rankings and draft order. And we'll go around the National Football League in week number 14. Mr. Prisco, good afternoon. What is up, JP? Uh, This might be the best hour of radio uh, we've had in gosh since uh, Baselli was in Europe, I think. Probably then, yeah. I mean, this harkens back to the days uh, when I was across the street over here and used to call into your old radio show when you hosted. One. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Hey, JP, give us an update on the Suns and what they got going on. <laughs> That's and then right. you can tell me. You can tell me how good the pregame meal is. Remember, yeah, right. I used that, to ask you always about the pregame meal. That's right. The uh, the late, great Beetroot Chicken Dinners, which is no longer was, Damn uh, right. up there. That's so. no longer with you, Jackson. I know. Huh? I know. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, this will be fun tonight. I'm looking forward to it. And this is... Maybe, uh, but you know what Baselli's doing? You know, he wouldn't say <laughs> what he was doing. Maybe he's formulating his plan mm, to take over and run the Jaguars. Maybe, maybe he's doing that. Or... Or he's on, you know, about the 16th hole at Sawgrass, maybe. Right. One or the other. Whatever way we're – you know what, JP? Whatever he's doing, if it's that important, we're just going to say he was on the 16th hole at Sawgrass. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because that's not a bad place to be, actually. Uh, No. Maybe he's got it figured out, and we don't, Pete. We're the ones doing the show. I don't know. Uh, The team's 1-12 now. They've dropped 12 in a row, of course. A 31-10 loss to the Titans. And, you know, Pete, it felt like – this was the measuring stick game because the Titans are the team, the first place team in the AFC South, the division leaders. They're the standard right now. Um, this team is so far away, the Jaguars are, from what the Titans are doing that they don't even make measuring sticks that long, in my opinion. I mean, it was just a, a totally different looking football team yesterday. Yeah, look, the Jaguars aren't a very good team right now, and, and nobody can dispute that. Nobody will argue that. And uh, they can't compete with good teams. It's probably not going to compete next week with the Ravens either. And and so it, this is not about the rest of this year. It's about moving forward after the season and and finding the right fits and finding the right coach and finding the right general manager. And, you know, look, it makes sense to go explore all options and, and you know, filling that position and, or those positions. And, you know, you, you saw there was a report today, Albert Breer, mentioned uh, Urban Meyer. I had heard that. I mentioned that to you this morning before I even saw that. Yeah. And that is one option out there. And and I think the Jaguars are indeed interested in him and will we'll talk to him down the road or have, maybe they've even talked to him. So uh, again, explore all options and, and try and figure out who the best people to run that franchise is. You know, I was a little shocked yesterday when I heard the report that Marone was going to come back or yeah, could come back. That was a I, weird I don't believe one. That. that was a weird it, one. 
Yeah, because it, 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 it was Schefter, wasn't it? It was Schefter, and the way it was kind of—I went back and kind of looked at the wording a little later, and it said, "Hey, some people around the league think that Marone has a chance to come back." It, it was kind of a loose report. It wasn't like, "Hey, sources say this is happening," and we all know he's staying through the end of the year. That's already been announced. Yeah, I and and, and I saw Gene Fournet disputed it as well just now on Twitter. He said some source told him that's not true. I, I don't believe it either. I, I just don't. I think they're going to clean house. I think they're getting rid of everybody. Uh, and this is no slight at Doug, but Doug, you know, Doug's hands were kind of tied behind his back. There's not a lot of talent on that team. But changes have to come, and it needs to be a full-scale changes across the board. It just can't be, you know, one guy here, and then maybe you keep the coach and you change the general. It can't work that way. It has to be the general manager and the coach working together in sync. You want your guys, they want to work together. I, I just can't imagine uh, Doug Marone staying in that position. Now, have weirder things happened in the NFL? Absolutely. We've seen them happen, but I, I can't see it happening in this case at all. Well, we'll break this down a little bit more as we go tonight, Pete, and uh, maybe throw some names out there if you, if you have some others that could be options. So we'll uh, get into that. But because we must... Let's review yesterday's game. The Jaguars, woo-wee, 31-10. Uh, and Mike Glennon made the start, and uh, so did Derrick Henry on the other side for Tennessee. He went over 200 yards for the fourth time in his career, the second time against the Jaguars in his career, 215 yesterday, and they seemed relatively easy for the most part. They The defense had real issues. Let's start on the offensive side, though, and – there was a quarterback change in the third quarter. Mike Glennon started the game and went two and a half quarters with only 85 passing yards, so Gardner Minshew was brought in off the bench. He did lead a touchdown drive. James Robinson had a big run on that drive as well. There were a couple of other times where they ended short in the red zone. And then after the game, Gardner Minshew obviously pretty fired up to be back on the field. Uh, Yeah, it felt great to be back in there. You know, it's something – um that I really missed I miss the uh, you know camaraderie with the guys I miss being out there um you know as much as you you're always a part of the team it's just something different you know when you really are out there with the guys and that was it's always special um you know I thought we got in a rhythm it was kind of up and down um you know I think we can finish drives better Gardner Minshew after the game yesterday, Pete, and now a fourth quarterback change for Doug Marone this year. They're going back to Gardner Minshew moving forward, at least this week in Baltimore. What you, would you think of all the quarterback play yesterday? It was terrible, <laughs> which is what we, you've come to expect in Jacksonville. Look, Mike Lennon was bad. Uh, Gardner Minshew wasn't much better when he went in there uh, in garbage time, and that's essentially what it was. He did give him a little life on that one touchdown drive, but uh, I mean, come on, that would that nobody's playing in that situation. It was garbage time. Uh, they're not good at quarterback. Period. End of story. Uh, Jake Luton, not good. Mike Glennon, not good. Gardner Minshew, not good. So what do you do? You try a new guy this week. Um, you bring back Gardner Minshew and let him start uh, against the Ravens. But look, does it matter? Does it really matter, no, JP? I, don't think <laughs> I mean, so. none of no, these guys are any good. It's a bad it's a bad position on a bad football team and it's a big part of the reason why they're a bad team. There's all these, you know, everybody's talking about oh the the, the crowd was chanting for Minshew yesterday and all that stuff and there's controversy who's going to start. There's no such thing as a quarterback controversy when you're 1 and 12 and all three aren't playing well. That just doesn't exist in my book. Well, let's put it this way. 
which of those three guys is going to be on the roster next year? Are so, any of them? Maybe. I mean, depends on the GM, right? I mean, wh- right. who does he want? I mean, does he think Luton maybe has the bigger arm and is a younger player and he's inexpensive? Maybe you keep him around. I mean, okay. I outlined it last year, if last week. If they draft number two, they draft Justin Fields, they're not going to have Gardner Minshew be the other quarterback in the room. It's just not going to work. Right. Gardner thinks he should be playing, and I, I don't think that he'd be a good mentor for Justin Fields. So take that out of the equation. Mike Lennon, that just depends on what they want in their backup quarterback. Luton has the big arm, but he didn't show very well when he played. So yep. I'm not sure any of them are going to be in the room. And, and, and the best guess you made it would probably be Luton. He would be the guess yeah. to be the backup quarterback. But you need a veteran, I think, if you, gotta, if you have an older quarterback. You have to have a veteran behind. I mean, a younger quarterback. You have to have a veteran behind you him. Need so. a, you need a Chad Henney to your Blake Bortles. You know, a Chad Henney to your Blake Bortles is what you need. Correct. That's exactly what you need. And and so I don't think any of them are going to be on the roster next year, or at least suiting up. You know, it depends on what the, the, the rosters look like in terms of practice squad and everything else. But I don't think they're going to, and the rules, what the rules are, I don't think any of them are going to be suiting up next year. I really don't. I think they're all gone. And, and you know, people chanting for Minshew, why? <laughs> what, what does he bring? What I mean, is he better than those guys? No. Are they any of them better than the other? No. And so does he bring the excitement when he's moving around and leaving clean pockets with two hands on the ball? <laughs> what's, the, what's, the motion, what's the motion with the hands? Have at it. <laughs> the, the, did, you know, did you know, do you notice that now? Now that I bring it up all, <laughs> all the time, the time man, that's, that's, all, that's all I see. It, it's, it's uh, frustrating. And, it and is. I was sitting there watching the game in, in, in my studio with uh, a couple guys that were sitting there and I'm like, this is maddening watching him leave clean pockets. He leaves them. And, and there's no reason to leave him. And it's just, it's just, it's just amazing. And I think, did he have a, what was the run he had? Was it about a 15-yard run up the middle, 14-yard run or something? Yeah, there was one of those. And like he finished with, what, 20-something yards rushing, 22 okay, yards, 13-yarder, yep. On that run, okay, but did you see the pocket step up and fire a shot to somebody? <laughs> well, and I haven't watched the tape. I bet there was somebody open, and he didn't fire it to him. Right. Now, now – you know, that's the thing. How far down the field was this guy you think was open, Pete? Well, that's the question. If it, And I got to see it. I didn't see it on the tape, but I'll look at the tape and see. And, and it's maddening to me because it happens all the time to a lot of these young quarterbacks. And, and you heard the game last night. You know, Josh Allen, he doesn't run as much. Well, that's a good thing. I mean, it's better to move and throw than it is to move and run. You're a quarterback. You're supposed to move to throw. And, and so I think from that standpoint, uh, Minshew leaves far too many clean pockets. And if I was an offensive lineman, I would hate that. Yeah. Uh, and I think his receivers pout when he's in the game. I don't think they, they, he throws them open at all. And I think you can see that in their body language. And I, I, We've got some tweets, I think, today about people wondering about DJ Chark and yes. his body language. Yes. And I didn't notice it. I don't know. Did you notice it? Was it bad? I didn't notice it that much yesterday. I mean, I noticed it earlier in the season a little bit. You yes. can sense a little yes, frustration. Yesterday well. in particular, it didn't stand out to me. Maybe it showed and I just didn't see it. But uh, on the TV copy, at least, I didn't see any of no, that. No, I'm going to have to go back and watch it when I watch the 22 and see. But well, again, Remember, too, Pete, like he's had, a, he's had a tough season, too. He's been banged up a little bit, Chark has. And then all that combined with the frustration of the offense this year. Uh, it's just a tough year for Chark. I, I don't think there's anything bad going on with Chark. I think he's a guy you no, want around it's not, here. It's not. It's just he's frustrated. Yeah. And understandably so. It's much like the Allen Robinson, you know, curse when Robinson had to play Blake Bortles and 
And who else did he play? Blake, and then he had Nick Foles, and he has Trubisky, and he's a good, really good receiver, and he doesn't get to play with a good quarterback. That's frustrating. Think about Charts. Look who he's played with. He played with what? Bortles was it? Did he have Bortles? Yeah, Is that right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Bortles, Foles, Foles, and, and now, Minshew, and now, and now these, these guys. other guys this year. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. I understand his frustration. I, I don't understand loafing if that's the case. If people saw that, I didn't see it, but I understand the frustration. Yeah, and uh, obviously we haven't been able to talk to DJ. He has not been uh, um, out there in in the uh, press area in the in the virtual world, I guess, after games. So uh, we'd love to, I'm sure, at some point hear from DJ over the next few weeks to see how who he's did doing. They make down the stretch. Like, who do they make available after the game? I saw Minshew was available, yeah. but who else? Minshew. Uh, I saw Schobert on the screen. I saw uh, James Robinson because he surpassed a thousand yards. So it's a handful of guys. I mean, depending. I don't know on how you. I, I just don't know how you could cover a team right now. Yeah, we talked about the that. way. Yeah, it'd be so hard, and and because I mean that'd be first and foremost. I'd go to the wide receiver. I'd go to the wide receivers and say, "Hey, what do you think of the quarterbacks?" And you'd have a story. They can't throw me the ball. <laughs> None of them. They're all bad. <laughs> Let's hear from. I mean, I'd be curious, JP. Does anybody think Minshew's good? Does anybody? I mean, seriously, he's not. Apparently, some folks in the stands did yesterday. Wow, I don't get it. Yeah. Let's hear from head coach Doug Marone today on a conference call with the media explaining why Gardner Minshew next week in Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that comes into play, you know, extending plays and being, you know, being able to make plays on the street. And, you know, um, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's what we're looking for. And, you know, someone that can do it and, you know, um, you know, Mike's going to sit back there and we haven't been, you know, doing a, a great job in, in anything. I think that's why we are sitting, you know, with, with our record the way it is. So there you go. Uh, head coach Doug Marone today uh, discussing some of the reasons why Gardner Minshew uh, last uh, yesterday, 18 of 31, uh, he had 31 attempts. They were down so big. They had to throw it all over the yard yesterday. And, you know, going back to earlier in the year, that's not the formula for success for it, Gardner. Yeah. Minshew. And it just, it's, it was uneven the, it, period. It was, I mean, the numbers, look better than the game. Let's put it that way. 18 of 31 for 178 doesn't look awful, but he didn't look that good. Right. Right. So uh, there you have it. First appearance since week seven before the bye week. Uh, We'll come back in a moment. We've got plenty ahead, Pete. We have to talk about the Jaguars defense. It was a rough day at the office yesterday. You can still see Derrick Henry putting footprints on their on their uh, helmets and their their jerseys, running over them. It was bad. That was bad, JP. Well, we'll see how bad when we come back. We are off and running. The second hour, we'll have your social questions. It's Pete and JP for the first hour. A rating spike, and it's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change. 
change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. Jaguars fans, game day is back, and while it might look a little different this year, the good times, smooth drinks, and tailgate excitement will never change when you're cheering on the Jags with Jameson. So pull up a seat, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger, and lime, and enjoy game day with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. Oi. Bonjour. Xin chào. Dobry den. Kif finansat kon. Como te podemos ayudar? If you have an accident, the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier. That's why at Fair and Farah, we have a team as diverse as our clients. So no matter what language you speak, we'll fight for your voice. Farah and Farah, here for you. Nahna hon lalkil. Ici, pour vous. Aquí, para todos. Here for all. Jacksonville. In Florida, bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road. So when you ride, follow the rules. Always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike. And drivers, watch for cyclists. Give them space to ride. And don't forget when making that right on red, look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane. We all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe. Alert today, alive tomorrow. Because safety doesn't happen by accident. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience. So members can bank any way they want. Whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli will join us at 5 o'clock. So 40 more minutes of us two. Amen, baby. Love it. Jags are 1-12, and, and a big reason why is the performance of Derrick Henry yesterday. 215 yards, a couple of touchdowns, his fourth career 200-yard rushing game, and second against the Jags in his career. And yesterday was pretty easy for him, Pete. Yeah, and didn't he have a long run call back, too? He did. There were a couple, I think, in fact. So he, he might yeah. have flirted with the all-time record had he had those runs in there. They might have left him in. Yeah, and, and they did take him out of the game, but they did allow him to go back in and get the 200. Uh, that's right. That? Yeah, they did. Uh, 
What I couldn't figure out was early in the game, why wasn't he in on a fourth and one? That was a weird one. That was a really yeah, I mean, weird sometimes one. these coaches outthink themselves. I don't get it. But uh, he look, the defense is bad. They were blocked. They had a ton. Every time he got the ball, there was space. And, and sometimes there was giant cavities in that defense. I mean, just whatever he wanted to do, he could do. And once he gets ahead of steam, forget about it, JP. He's done. Uh, you can't, you know, it's hard to tackle him. You, you got to get him bouncing. You got to get him early into play. And they did none of that. Every single time it looked like he had space to run and, and maneuver and, and start running over people. So it's a bad defensive performance. There was the talk going into the game, Pete, where they were discussing, uh, you know, the coaching staff and players, defensive players were saying, oh, we're, we're adding time in practice this week to talk about stiff arms and how do you defend against a stiff arm? You chop it down, your eyes to the thighs and all that. Well, it doesn't really matter if you're five yards away from the guy and can't get to him. No. Well, once he gets ahead of steam going, forget about it. He's going to, yeah. he's going to run through you. And here we're looking at some of these runs. Now, look at that <laughs> hole. Look at that hole. And then of course, you know, the safety takes a terrible angle and has no chance. It's just, I mean, I could have run through that hole. There were a couple of their holes and I'm not exaggerating. There were a couple of those holes in that game where we could look at that. There's yeah, nobody there. That's just bad gap football. Somebody somebody just messed up their gap discipline right there because he ran right through them. Yeah, it's not like the That's offensive terrible. line's mauling up front or anything. I mean, they're just blocking the guy to the left, and he runs to the right. That was it. Where yeah. Run that play again because where the heck are the linebackers? I think that, that was – was that the play where they shifted last moment before? And then he ran through. I think it was. There was like a late shift on defense. The secondary guys I mean, moved just, around. We didn't I see mean, it on the safety. The, what's his know. name? Um, <laughs> Winger played it awful. Right. We're, okay. Let's see. Miles gets blocked. He runs into a gap and gets blocked by the right tackle. So he he got somebody didn't hold that gap. If he's coming into that that gap that he blitzed into, watch. You can see him. He's running in there. Somebody's got to have gap discipline. Oh, it's the the the. And it's washed down. Is it? Oh, okay, yeah. You yeah. can see it. Watch the watch the right. The yeah, left. Chase on. Chase, Chase on. on gets moved Chase out on. of the way. Yeah, Chase on gets washed down. That that's the problem right there. Hey, we, I we mean, figured it, it out. We diagnosed it. Just, it. Yeah. He, look, he actually was a little bit better yesterday. I thought it showed some life. And 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 look, you're looking for positive signs from Chase on, but he did a little bit more yesterday. That was one good sign. But as a defense, they were terrible. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad day overall at the office yesterday. Another guy that um, played well, obviously, Miles Jack had a bunch of tackles yesterday, but Joe Giles Harris continues to bring some statistics to the table here. Five tackles in yesterday's game. He's a first-year player out of Duke, and he had a sack uh, in yesterday's game, too. So, I mean, the guy is the last couple weeks starting to put up some numbers. That's a good sign for him. He, you know, he's a relative unknown. We haven't really heard a lot of his name over the last couple of seasons, but hey, good for him. He's standing out a little bit. Yeah, where did he come from? <laughs> he was an undrafted guy last year. I know, but I mean, he hadn't been playing at all up until right. the last couple of weeks, right? Right. And they've had so many injuries at, at that strong side uh, linebacker that uh, now Joe's getting a chance on defense. He started yesterday's game, in fact. When they, yeah, uh, he actually made some plays. He actually looked like he was a productive player. I mean, it was it was good to see. Uh, you know, some of those young players look they're they're okay, but the problem is they're playing too many snaps. They're on the field too much. They should be rotational guys, and you're asking too much of them, and they're just not good enough right now. Um, you know, you look at the team, but that that group. Read the starting lineup from yesterday, <laughs> and try and. 
peg how many of those guys are going to be starting next year. All right, guaranteed here's the start, guaranteed starters from yesterday's lineups next year. On defense, here we go. The starting lineup for your Jacksonville Jaguars in week 14 against the Tennessee Titans. Defensive lineman Dewan Smoot. No. Nose tackle Daniel Aquale. No. Defensive tackle Doug Coston. Maybe. Probably not, though. Defensive end Adam Gotsis. No. Weak side linebacker Miles Jack. Yes. Middle linebacker Joe Schobert. Maybe. Linebacker Joe Giles Harris. No. Cornerback Sidney Jones the fourth. Maybe, but why did he only play thirty-five snaps? Was there? I didn't see an injury. I didn't see him. I I didn't see it yesterday either on on the injury thing. So okay, Uh, maybe for him. Free safety Jared Wilson. Maybe strong safety Josh Jones. No cornerback Trey Herndon. And by the way, did he get hurt? Because he didn't play very many snaps. I think yeah, he got banged up yesterday. He left uh, after halftime. Oh, he he left, came back in, and then. Um, early in the second half, they ruled him out. The answer for him is no. Okay, Herndon, corner. Maybe. Nickel not, corner. There's not a lot of yeses. There's, what, there, how many yeses? There's one yes. Miles. That's it. The only yes. Now, You're not saying yes to Schobert? Schobert's got three Schobert. more years of his deal. It doesn't, but you don't play a guy just for the sake of playing him. I mean, what if Who else are you going to put it? out there? What if they change? What if the new coaching staff comes out and they change to a three-four scheme? Can he handle playing in a three-four scheme? I don't know. Not don't a big guy. So. He's not a big guy. I mean, at Miles all. isn't a big guy either, but he's more of a thumper than Schobert is. Right. Right. So I mean, there's a lot of things. Miles for sure. He's the only one. Now Sidney Jones, if he played like Sidney Jones earlier in the year, then I think he would be a candidate. But can you count on that? I mean, the inconsistency and the injuries have always been there, so it's, there's uncertainty there as well. But of all the guys that were on the field starting that game, the only one that you can say definitely, definitely that will start is Miles Jack. That's just that's that's a lot of work to be done in the offseason for the new general manager. I mean, you're, you're always talking about the quarterback and getting the offense going and everything, but well, you got to stop well, some many, guys every once in a while. How many guys that will start next year are now on injured reserve or on or, or out with injury? Oh, there's so many, right? I mean, well, maybe. Josh Let's... Allen's one. There's another one, so yeah. there's two. Let me go to is the CJ... actual injured reserve right now, and I'll pull it up. CJ and... Henderson is three. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, okay. Let me go through the list here. Let me get to the list. Stand by. Here we go. Here comes the injured reserve Jacksonville Jaguars. Josh Allen. Chris Claybrooks, Ben no. Ellison, no. Devon, Devon Hamilton. Yes, there's another one. So yep. there's two. That's what three, right? So had... that's, well, it's counting Miles as, and plus two others: Dave, okay. Hamilton and Josh Allen. That's three that would definitely start next year. All right, DJ Hayden. No. CJ Henderson. Yes, there's yes. four. Leon Jacobs. No. Uh, Lambo <laughs> doesn't count. Uh, Norwell. Um, yeah, maybe uh, Josh Oliver tied in. Haven't seen any of him. Well, who the years. hell knows? What does right. anybody you know, know about him? He hasn't played. Yeah, uh, and a bunch of uh, defensive guys as well. Dontavious Russell, we haven't seen much of. Not, no, late round he's not pick. A starter. Daniel Thomas, maybe. Yeah, he flashed. Maybe. But but there's four definites. Yeah, four. Yeah, 
So if you're a new GM and you're coming in here, you and you have to find starters, quality starters. Now, Costin might be one of those guys. He might be on like if you play the three four, he could be one of the big ends or one of the ends, the yeah. down well, you know, tackle end slash guy. So you play Hamilton, Costin, and what and you need another body over there, and then you stand up Allen and Chase on. And you play Jack and whoever, Schobert, who Quarterman, whoever, linebacker. Right. Then you can get away with it that way. But but again, four definite guys on defense. Now we're going to talk about the offense too, but we can flip it to the offense. And how many definite starters are on the offense? Well, let's come back and get into the offense, Pete. We'll That's leave a them great hanging. Tease, JP. It you is. learned that when you when you got nominated for that award. Didn't you? <laughs> well, I learned it when I was on your show back in the old days, Pete. <laughs> uh, we're back in a moment. I'd leave you. I'd leave you on hold for about fifteen minutes. You know? <laughs> That's right. I would be on the cell phone just walking around, waiting on Pete to put me on the air. Uh, back with more in a moment. Offensive talk. We'll break down how many starters for next year are on the team. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity hi folks frank brangie here for the best barbecue in town that's bono's and now it's the official barbecue of the jacksonville jaguars all season long you can get bono's barbecue at six different locations in everbank field you also get bono's barbecue at 15 locations all around town with fast friendly service clean family restaurants and that great great taste of bono's barbecue if you want great barbecue you want bono's and remember this if they're in a pit, it ain't legit. That's Bono's. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup. So you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America. So let's get to it. Ford. Built for the Holidays. Jaguars fans, game day is back, and while it might look a little different this year, the good times, smooth drinks, and tailgate excitement will never change when you're cheering on the Jags with Jameson. So pull up a seat, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger, and lime, and enjoy game day with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. In Florida, bicyclists have these same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road. So when you ride, follow the rules. Always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike. And drivers, watch for cyclists. Give them space to ride. And don't forget when making that right on red, look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane. We all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe. Alert today, alive tomorrow. Because safety doesn't happen by accident. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. At ViStar, we believe in better. 
Better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes. Homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. I'm um, just, like I said, like, keep fighting. That's, that's all it is. I mean, you don't get drafted. It sucks. But, I mean, once you... Um, get on a team it's still kind of the same feeling other than not having your name caught on the uh, tv but yeah just keep going out there and grinding and wait for your opportunity james robinson jaguars running back after the game yesterday 67 yards on the ground against the titans and now over 1000 in his rookie season rushing Third in the league, fourth in scrimmage yards in the NFL. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick with Pete Frisco. Tony Baselli's on the back nine somewhere. Should join us at 5 o'clock today. And our he conversation. Yanked one, he just yanked one into the trees, J.P. It's going to hit a breakfast bowl, an afternoon brunch ball. Oh, uh, he just took about three mulligans. I know how he <laughs> yeah. operates. You know, have you ever played with him? No, I have not. I hear he hits it a mile, though. I haven't either. I'm sure he does. I mean, he's got all that length so he can he can rip it probably grown man you, you, you know you can get in his head though come on look at this show it's, <laughs> I mean, every monday it's so easy to get in his just, head you know you can get into his head just poke him all you gotta do oh, is poke yeah. him a time or two and you know like if he tees off with his i did that to you know brady quinn i work with the, the old quarterback yeah 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 i was playing golf with him one day and he hits it a mile and we were playing, and he we're playing at a club, and he's he's teeing off with his irons, and, <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you doing? You're like a tennis player who runs around his backhand hitting it, you know? Hit with your driver! Come on, what is this?" He pulls out his driver and proceeds to yank about three of them into the woods. <laughs> so I got into his head and uh, actually beat him that day, and he's a ten times better golfer than I am. And sometimes it, it's what it takes to equal the playing field. You got to get oh, uh, get yeah. in the mentals, as they say. Of course. Of course, it's a mental game. There's no doubt about that. And I'm I'm pretty bad physically at it too. That's the other issue. Um, Jaguars offense. We continue our conversation. We just talked about the defense. How many guys that started yesterday would be starters next season? We can play the same game on the offensive side. And of course, they played two different quarterbacks yesterday. It won't be either one of those guys. Um, and then we can go down the list. You just want to go down the list here. I mean. Let's start. Yeah, by the way, one quick thing about James Robinson. The kid's yeah. a phenomenal running back. Phenomenal. He reminds me, again, I say it all the time, he does run like Emmett Smith. He doesn't have great speed, but he knows how to make people miss. He knows how to, you know, give a little bit of a, a small target and turn his body. Uh, and I just, every time he runs and there's a flag, I see the frustration all over his face. Yeah. How many times has that happened to him this year? Oh, where he's yeah. had a nice run or a touchdown and had it called back for a flag. Yeah. 
numerous times, so many times. Yeah. And obviously he's yesterday. He's a building block and a great player to have on that team. The guy yesterday going in had 12 negative rushes all year. He had two early in the game. You could tell that the Titans were not going to let him get rolling early in that game yesterday, and uh, they did a pretty good job of keeping him in check a lot of that day. He had 47 yards of his day on, in the fourth quarter in, in that one run, his longest run of the year. But early, um, they knocked him down in the backfield a couple of times. All right, so obviously – that's one guy that would start next year. By the way, Leonard Fournette was a healthy scratch yesterday. What's that about? Um, you can only imagine. I don't know. They didn't really say. I didn't hear anything about that. But, I mean, you go from a guy who's been playing to healthy scratch, something's up, right? Well, I mean, it didn't hurt him. They won. Beat the Vikings. No, but he hasn't played very well either. He's, you know, he isn't very good. That's an issue. Yes, that is an issue. So, for all Jane, the criticism the Jaguars front office has taken over the years, and some of it rightfully so, they got that one right. That was the right call. That was the right Not call. Not drafting him. They got that one wrong, but they righted the wrong. To get him out of here. Absolutely. And and it took this training camp to do it. I mean, that's what they saw it. They, they Doug Marone said it. Hey, we're no, no numbers, no names on the jerseys. That's as cliche as it gets, but uh, that's what it was. It was the performance during training camp for James Robinson that said, you know what, we can get rid of our first-round top-five draft pick running back. That's pretty bold. Well, they, they should have got rid of him last year, but that's a whole other story. Um, okay, so let's go. James Robinson's one. Obviously one. Let me go through the starting lineup yesterday, Pete, all right? Okay. Um, there's one. We'll start with the skill guys then. Wide receivers, DJ Chark. Yes. LaVisca Chenault. Yes. They started with two tight ends yesterday, by the way. They'll so start one tight end, so put the third receiver in there. So, Cole. No, I mean, he'll be a backup. He won't be a starter. Eifert, tight end. No. Oh, I that face is painful, Pete. Oh. Yeah, I think they'll find a tight end in the draft. Kyle Pitts, Florida. Um, quarterback, obviously, no, we've gone through that. Well, how many do we have so far? We have three, Counting Robinson, Chark, and... Chenault. All right, so that's three. Let's go to the offensive line. This will get interesting. Cam Robinson, left tackle. I'm going to say no. I don't think he's going to be there. I'm leaning with you. And, you know, if you get Sony a quarterback... Sony will argue when, we get, when he gets right. in there because he always takes up for the left tackle. I swear to God, JP, I could put a <laughs> helmet on you and stick you at left tackle and he'd defend you. <laughs> And I'm a spinning top over there. There's no way I'm blocking anybody. Yeah, but he defended Luke Jogel, the spinning top, didn't he? Uh, that's true. Um, ben Barch, left guard. Yes. I think he's going to be a starter next year. They've been talking him up the last couple of weeks. I think he's – I think – and I thought he did okay yesterday. I thought he was better. And, you know, Baselli picks that kid apart for some reason. But I think he's been better. And I, I think he will start at left guard because I think they're going to let Norwell go. Even – you know, you don't have to let Norwell go, but if you have a guy who can go in there and play and isn't the drop-off isn't that much, why not play him? And don't you think that that, that makes sense? Uh, sure, absolutely, right? You save some yeah. cash, get the guy in there, you still are effective. And uh, is that the same argument at center? Tyler Shatley started yesterday. And Shatley wasn't awful either. Uh, I didn't just from the TV tape, and I haven't watched the all twenty-two tape, but he didn't look awful either. I don't. I mean, look, Linder's a better player than Shatley, but it's not that much different. You can't get rid of all of them. No. So I'm not gonna. 
I, I mean, personally, if it was my team, I might consider getting rid of all of them because I don't why, why? just for the Antonio always goes, oh, you got to have linemen in front of that young quarterback. What if they're not good? Yeah, get some like better linemen, right? If, right. if there's but somebody there, but it relates to Cam Robinson. I, I look, you could get by with Norwell and 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 Linder coming back because they're not they're not they've played okay. Mm-hmm. They've been solid. Cam Robinson hasn't played to a new new contract that'll pay him eighteen million a year. Right, I, I'm, I'm with so, you. I mean, that's a, it's, a, it's a contract you you pay. expect to play to be at its best this year, and if this is the best, right, it's if not this 18 is a contract million. year where he focused on everything and got himself in the tip shot tip top shape, and he was ready to go. And this is the best, then you're not paying that. That's right. Uh, AJ Can at right guard. I think he comes back and starts. He's actually played pretty well this year, AJ. Yeah, and Juan Taylor at right tackle. I think he's back. Yeah, he's coming back, but he needs to pick it up. I, you know, I, I usually don't criticize the coaching staff for, for guys, but that line hasn't got that much better. He has, he's regressed, and that's a concern. When you have young players who've regressed, that's a major concern. So there you have it. That's the starting lineup from yesterday, and uh, there's a handful of guys on IR. Andrew Norwell could be back on the practice field this week, so we might. So be how able many to see definites him. do we have? We had Robinson, Chark. And Chenault's not a definite starter either. So Robinson, Chark. I think he is, though, Pete. I mean, yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, they targeted him. What did they target him? A bunch of a times. A bunch yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, he was all over the place. I think he lined up in the backfield a couple times as well. Yeah, uh, he'll, pro- yeah he'll probably yeah. be. So 11 targets. Chark, Chark, yeah, 11 targets. So Chark, Chenault, Robinson, Taylor. It's four. It's four. Bart. Bart, five. And or Linder and Norwell, I think. Okay, so four or five. Right. That's it. That's a lot of work to be done, too. It's a lot of guys coming. How many draft picks do they have next year? You have a ton of draft picks, and you have a ton of (laughs) money. Right. But those guys aren't going to come in right away. I mean, the the draft picks, it it takes time for rookies, even first-round picks, to get right sometimes. Yeah, but, okay, let's look around the league. Becton's playing pretty well, really well. But these are high picks, too. Becton for the Jets. Yeah, uh, Andrew Thomas got better, then got worse yesterday. Um, Wills is playing pretty good for the mm-hmm. Browns. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can find you can find left tackle and and put him in there and play him. I, I mean, the Jaguars. How much cap room will they have? I'm I'm just looking at it, just quickly looking at yeah. it. 2021 caps. Because Bucky told us on Wednesday he feels like million. 77 million now. Yeah, hmm. that's healthy. That's what still healthy. He said that uh, tackles pretty deep this year in the draft. There's some it tackles. There are some tackles. Yeah, seventy-seven million dollars in cap space, though. And if you didn't bring Norwell and Linder back, you create more. Not, I don't know how much. I got to do the calculating, but you create some more. So they have money to spend. And what do we say? What do they got? Two first-round picks. What do they have? Seven in the first four. Isn't that right? Yeah, there's a lot early this this coming year. Um, I mean, the Rams didn't do him a favor last week, but... No, they didn't. I mean, it's just that they're loaded for the draft. And they're loaded for spending money. This is not... They got the second overall. They got 26 or in that area. They'll have 30, you know, 35, 34, 48... And 66, 67, 68. Wow. So that's, I wow. mean, 
four good players. That's a lot of capital. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Now, I mean, do you parlay some of that and move up? If you, I mean, it depends on who, what the new GM's wanting to do or move around. Well, you can move whatever. up to one, go get one. <laughs> go <laughs> I don't think one. that's happening. If you, would, you give, would you give up the second first-round pick to go up a spot? I mean, what else have you done in free agency at that point? I would get. I don't care. I'm giving it up. I'm going you would. up a spot. I'll give you – I'll sit there, and I like Fields, but I love Lawrence. So if you go – I'll give up you. I'll give up a one and a two next year to go up a spot. You're generous, very generous. I'm, I want I, that quarterback. I think that that changes the whole dynamic of the franchise. All right, let's uh, come back. We'll uh, get into the reports from I bet, and By the way, JT, yes, real quick, I yes. bet you the majority of fans out there would give up a one and a two to go they up a spot. They probably would. They probably yes, they would. Would you? <laughs> I think I might. Yeah, of course you would. I think I might. Well, ask Baselli when he gets off the golf course if he would do that. Yeah, we'll see if he makes it on time. He's due to join us at 5 o'clock. We're back in a moment. We'll get back into the Adam Schefter report of yesterday about Doug Marone. Some names that are headlines that are being linked to the Jaguars. And plenty more ahead. Second hour coming up in a little bit. We'll get to your social questions. And it's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity floridians know what it means to stand together that's why florida blue is committed to the people of florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality enroll within 60 days of life-changing events such as losing your job to get benefits like plans as low as zero dollars a month and up to 500 dollars per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com care today Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience. So members can bank any way they want. Whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better... Join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Jaguars fans, game day is back, and while it might look a little different this year, the good times, smooth drinks, and tailgate excitement will never change when you're cheering on the Jags with Jameson. So pull up a seat, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger, and lime, and enjoy game day with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. 
proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. Committed to the team. Committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high-quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. You know, he, he threw some good balls, and we had we had, we left some plays out there, and you know, he had some drops. Um, you know, I mean, just you know, it's just uh, tough. I think it's it's not on one person. I mean, I think everyone can see that. There's a lot of things that uh, you know we we've got to keep working on and keep trying to improve upon. So, um, you know, I, I don't I don't think it's the one position right now um, that we can you know point to. Um, I think we just got to try to see you know whoever it is, whoever gives us the best chance to you know try to win a football game. Head coach Doug Marone after the game yesterday, the loss to the Titans, 31-10. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour on a Monday, presented by Jet Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Vaselli is wrapping up a golf round, maybe. We'll find out about 5 o'clock where he has been for the last hour. Let me ask but, you, what do you think the over-under on what time he actually shows up is? Oh, that's a good one. Will he be on time at 5 o'clock at the top okay, of the it's hour? 449. Will he be here by 5 o'clock? I say, I say no. I say yes, just for, for sportsmanship no. purposes. Yeah. All right. I'll go yes. I'm taking the, I'm taking the over. I'll go under then. All right. What's the, okay. what's the bet? <laughs> uh, next time I see you, drink. How about that? Okay. I, I'm, 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 I, I'll, Thanks for the drink. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, you're going to owe me unless you know something so. I don't already know. I don't know anything. I'm just saying. Thank you. Thank you for the drink, Hurley. Um, let's get into a little bit of the changes that are obviously coming up. The GM is gone, and obviously the, the the question is what will this what will the order of operations, the flow chart, look like? Only Shad Khan really would know what what he wants it to be. Uh, he's had a, a few different ways to go about it as the owner here um obviously the the gm the head coach who reports to who and when is is a guy like mark lamping going to be a little more involved because he really hasn't been over the last uh, little while Not at the least football. i don't think mark will be involved in the football side of things right will but... he be involved in the hiring process i would imagine he would have some input into it yeah sure so at the end of the day is it coach reporting to gm record reporting to the owner is there, like there was in the last year or so, um, the GM and head coach equally reporting to the owner? That seemed a, a, like a lot of moving parts there. Or is it a vice president of football operations hiring a general manager and they hire a coach and the coach reports to both? And they both, and the one reports to the the VP of football operations and the football operations, VP of football operations reports to. Jod Khan. That's the way 
it could work. I mean, if you look at at the 49ers, John Lynch, Adam Peters, Kyle Shanahan. And Lynch reports to the ownership, the Yorks. So I think that could work um, if you have the right people in place. It could work if you have a general manager and a coach who, a general manager who came up through the ranks. That's the difference. Like, let's just throw it out there. Let's just say Baselli was the VP of player of football operations. Okay, he's he'd the top. He'd have to hire. Right. He'd have to be at the top. He'd have to hire a good general general manager or whatever title you want to give him who's come up through the scouting ranks which tony didn't do mm-hmm. who knows the scouting circles who knows the good scouts who knows how to network who knows how to get the information and then they would hire the coach and usually you would hire a guy on your radar that you know now does baselli know these guys like some of the people in the league probably not that might not be a bad thing because here's why sometimes we get in the the networking and uh, I'll hire your cousin. If you hire my brother, if you hire my brother-in-law down the road and you see it all the time. Mm -hmm. So it might not be a bad thing to have a guy like that in that position, because then he's going to find the really good people and not be influenced by others to hire their friends and their buddies, which sometimes that can be a problem. So it gives them an open canvas. If Tony was in that role. Now let's just say it was, they hired um, Ryan Cowden, um, from the Titans, and he hired Arthur Smith. Then I think Smith reports to Cowden, who reports to the Con. What about all this Urban Meyer talk today? See, he would want carte blanche. Right. Do you? That's another option too, right? Give the, the coach the, other the keys. And Urban Meyer would want. You know, he's sniffing around jobs. He sniffed around jobs in the past. Remember, he had the health issues that were concerned at Florida. Yes. And does he want to get back into it? I don't think, I don't think that would be a great hire. I'll, I'll, I'll just put that out there. I just don't. Why? I don't think. Just, I don't, I don't know. I used to have when he came to Florida. I remember I did a show with Frangie back in the day, <laughs> and I remember telling Frangie, "I go, you are going to love Urban Meyer because I followed his career and I watched him at Utah." And Frank wasn't aware of him; he wasn't real up on who he was. And I remember telling Frank, I go, you're going to love Urban Meyer. And true to his word, they did. The whole Gator Nation loved Urban Meyer because sure. he brought winter there. Now, he had some players of questionable character when uh, he was at the University of Florida. That's a way to say it. But uh, you know what? If they did that at Arizona State and won a couple titles, I'd trade it in an instant. <laughs> so that, let's go. Let's go. So anyways. <laughs> but... You know, so if you had Urban Meyer, then you'd bring in a guy that would kind of answer to him. For example, think links to Belichick. And Belichick, they, you know, you know, Shad and Tony Khan respect Bill Belichick. Tony yeah. Khan loves Bill Belichick. Look, I love Tony Khan. I think Tony Khan's a passionate, diehard football guy, and he loves it and lives it. But he loves Bill Belichick, and rightfully so. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach in the history of the league. So why not lean on that if you have it as a resource? But Belichick might recommend Urban Meyer, and if he recommends Urban Meyer, he might recommend one of his former lieutenants. Maybe it's Nick Casario if you can get him out of New England. Maybe it's Scott Pioli 
who works with me now. I mean, there are guys out there. And, and so think about that. I mean, they, they've yeah. basically Urban Meyer has been a coach that's coming out of the TV booth. Scott Pioli's been a general manager. He'll be coming out of the TV booth. So, uh, it, you know, there are a lot of scenarios to play it out. There are a lot of good people out there, but you got to find the right people. And, and by the way, I'm going to say this again. Baselli's not here. I mm. sincerely believe he could do the job as VP of, of football operations. I don't think he could be just the general manager because Picking he didn't player. come up through right. the ranks. Right. But as big picture VP of football operations, it's just football. I say it over and over again. It's just football. Marty Herney is the general manager of the Carolina Panthers. He was a sports writer at one point. It's just football. <laughs> Well, let's say a lot then. Let's come back in a moment and we'll get the answer. Is Tony on time or not? We've just completed no. the greatest hour of radio all season. All, it was the best all year. It's it's not even close. We, we should didn't have him screaming and yelling and interrupting and everything else. It's we amazing, should, we should turn this in for awards is what we should do. Well, uh, you're, you're, you're going to vote for yourself anyway. So <laughs> Jaguars happy hour <laughs> on the Jaguars digital network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Price is subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity at tropical smoothie cafe one taste and you're feeling good now smiling wider now seeing brighter now bucket dunking now namaste and now popping a wheelie now living lighter now you're on tropic time now and on mondays try our jaguars duval delight smoothies for 2.99 and you're roaring louder now end zone dancing now sipping spirit now you're on tropic time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! Jaguars fans, game day is back, and while it might look a little different this year, the good times, smooth drinks, and tailgate excitement will never change when you're cheering on the Jags with Jameson. So pull up a seat, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger, and lime, and enjoy game day with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. Hi folks, Frank Frangie here for the best barbecue in town. That's Bono's. And now it's the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. All season long, you can get Bono's Barbecue at six different locations in Everbank Field. You also get Bono's Barbecue at 15 locations all around town with fast, friendly service, clean family restaurants, and that great, great taste of Bono's Barbecue. If you want great barbecue, you want Bono's. And remember this, if there ain't a pit, it ain't legit. That's Bono's. 
Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, what we're going to do is I, I spoke to the quarterbacks uh, today, you know, and I explained to them, I mean, all three of them, you know, during the course of this year haven't, you know, things haven't gone the way they want them to go. Neither have I, neither has anyone. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of pressure to get everyone else around us playing well. And I think, you know, um, you know that's it's going to be important for, you know, the pieces around them to play extremely well for them to have success. So, um, you know, Gardner's going to go ahead and get – uh, to start this week and I told you know Mike to be ready and Jake to keep coming along because you know there's pressure pressure on all of us to, to go in there and, and and win football games head coach Doug Marone today discussing the quarterback position and welcome back Jaguars happy hour JP Shadrick Pete Prisco Tony Baselli coming up the aftermath of a loss to the Titans yesterday 31-10 the final score the Jags have now dropped 12 consecutive games, extending the single-season franchise's worst losing skid. And the quarterback change. Minshew will get the start this week against the Baltimore Ravens in week number 15, and maybe not beyond that. The We'll see, depending on the performance. The uh, Jaguars lead the league in player count. The number of players who have played on the field this year, 79 different players have played. A lot of turnover, and Pete and I were discussing earlier you know, uh, how many guys that started yesterday would be starters next year. Uh, and now it's on to Baltimore, where, guess what? Calais Campbell and Unique Ngakwe will be fired up and ready to play the Jags. And guess what, Pete? You owe me a drink. Tony Baselli's on time. I do you a drink. You know what? I think, Baselli, I think Baselli was listening, and he raced to get to his office so he would make me a loser. What, what was the bet, Pete? <laughs> that you wouldn't make it by 5 o'clock. <laughs> Come here, break. Well, where were you? What what, what hole did you finish up on before you I got out not, of here? I was not playing golf. I'm giving my word. I had four games <laughs> that I couldn't get out of. But yeah. I am for months. <laughs> you were you you played well. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> was it the old sawgrass or was it the stadium? Was it the valley? <laughs> where were you? We already we had you yanking a couple into the woods. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> People called in and sent me a couple of direct messages. They said that it was the best hour of this show they've Huge. had in like really? a couple of years. Oh, I was yeah. Messages as I was in this other event saying, "Where are you? It's a train wreck. They can't even carry the show." You were getting messages. Don't you know you're not supposed to have your your phone on on the golf course? Yeah, I'm <laughs> surprised. That's allowed at Sawgrass, sir. It's not. It shouldn't be. <laughs> no phones allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We've been uh, oh, we've been man. evaluating the mess that is. Oh boy. Well, um, I mean, listen. Mm. 
I, I was thinking about I was thinking about the uh, you know kind of the, the show today and and what 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 are you talking about because isn't it, doesn't it feel like it's a little bit of the same story over and over again? Rinse and repeat. I mean, you go in, and the only difference this week is instead of it being close and like okay they had a chance they never had. I mean, from the middle of the second quarter on, it was over. And as soon as you could feel it on that drive where Derrick Henry got the ball five times for 75 yards right there, it was like, uh-oh, this could get ugly. And you almost get the feeling it didn't get more ugly because, Pete, they didn't want it to because they when it was 31-3, they're like, hey, let's just get out of here, run the clock so we can go home without any injuries. That's And they took him out of the game but then put him back in to get the 200. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and here's the other crazy thing. I bet you had 50 yards of runs called back because of penalties. That's what we were saying earlier. And, but you know what? He'd get one call back, and then he'd just give it back to him, and he'd go rip off another 50. <laughs> so, I mean, here's the, here's the deal. We know this. Um, they've lost 12 straight. I'm sure you guys covered that. Franchise record. Uh, all the questions about who the quarterback is, it's important for the guys in that locker room important for the coaching staff because they want to try to win a game. But outside of this, Pete, you've been saying it for a while. I, you got me on board earlier than any other year it's ever happened on this show. <laughs> but it doesn't matter for the long run because no. I'm not sure the backup quarterback's on the roster right now. Um, we, we, we said that earlier. I said he's not. Yeah. And, and so now you're looking at, and the question is, how many guys do you have that are viable NFL starters on this team? And what can you build with in next year? And it's going to be, there's going to be a new GM. Um, we're not going to fire Doug Marone. That's not our job. But most likely, it sounds like there'll probably be a change there as well. Typically, when you lose this many games, I mean, Doug's aware of it. None of us like it. We all um, want the best for the guys on, that are coaches of this team because we have relationships with them. But it, at some point, it kind of becomes is what it is story. And, you know, they're going to evaluate this thing. And now you're looking to next year. And unfortunately, it's another year where you have the fan base way too early in the season saying um, the most exciting thing is, is who are we going to draft and who are we going to get free agency? And, and the thing that you add to the story this year, who's going to be uh, making the decision? So um, hopefully that changes here soon. You want to give a campaign speech again? No, I'm not, I, I didn't have a campaign <laughs> speech last, last, week, last week. Excuse me. I have, have no campaign uh, speech right now. I think the only speech I have is, and Pete and uh, JP, I think you'd agree, this franchise has to get to the point where the most interesting stuff of the year is on Sundays during the fall and winter. That's what it needs to get to. It can't be the most interesting time of the year is in the offseason when you're going through free agency and draft and that kind of stuff. That has to be secondary. The good teams, that's secondary. The good teams, Sunday's the most exciting thing, and that's what everyone looks forward to in the market. It's the it's the worst team in franchise history, and it's not close. Yeah, it's not close. And we, Tony, we went through the whole starters from yesterday. Let's see if you agree with us. How many guys who started yesterday will be starters next year? Definite starters next year. We'll start on definite? defense. On defense first. We'll go oh, to defense. defense. Um, definite starters next year on defense. One, two. Name them as you go. Uh, Miles Jack, Joe Schobert will both be starters next year. Schobert's not a definite. Yeah, Pete's not uh, sold on Schobert. There's a lot of money uh, coming his way. Star, he's a right. starter next year. You can't replace everything. He's like a, he's a good player. I'm not saying he's great on a team that is losing 12 straight 
on the pathway to losing. What if they What straight. if they switched to it? What if they switched to a defense that was a three four and he had to play a different style? I'm just telling you, Pete. If you you can't replace. All right, everybody. I said I said almost on him. Okay, I, okay, we'll count him. So two. Okay, that's two. Uh, that were in the game yesterday. You're saying? Yes. Like, yes. That started starters yesterday. yesterday. There's two for sure. Is Sidney Jones a starter next year? Well, if you're saying for sure, I think he will be. Is it a for sure? No. So, so you you're you have Schobert as a for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I there's the next closest to me is Jared Wilson. So you got you got two definites though. Yeah, I, I have two definites, two definites, two maybes. Okay. Offense. Um. In the game yesterday. One, two. Yesterday. I'm gonna say uh, Chark. I'm gonna say James Robinson. Two. We same as us. Same as us. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna say uh, <laughs> What are you gonna say? <laughs> two of the five linemen yesterday will be back. I, I, I like AJ Can will be a starter and Jawan Taylor three. for sure. That's four. That's four. Maybe and then, what about Chanel? If you're in a three wide receiver set, okay. So it, yeah. So basically, he's a starter because you're usually in three wide yeah. receivers. So, okay. So there's there's five. Yeah. And so you're not counting Cam Robinson, I notice. No, I, I, I can't tell. I can't say he's a for sure starter next year because I don't know what the financial situation is going to be. And based on the consistency in the second half of the season, if he wants 17, 18, 19, 20 million dollars, which Left I don't think you can pay him that much money. So is Barch a starter at left guard next year? I would not. No, I, I would bring I bring Norrell back. I thought he played better yesterday, though, Tony. I didn't watch the tape, but on the TV, it looked like I he was better. I would bring Norrell back. You you got you can keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he played better yesterday? I, and I have. Did you watch the tape? Yeah, I watched the tape. Was he bad? Him. No, I didn't say he was bad. Is was he better? Sure. Going in the right direction, sure. Am I ready to say he's a starter next year? No. <laughs> yeah. That's that's Tony's Pete, way we talked about it the first hour. We saw this coming a mile away. <laughs> uh, you're not Anthony Cesario in him, are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Remember that the first practice I walked off the field? <laughs> I was but right. I was right. You were right. But, well, but tell that story for, for those who don't know quickly. So, well, and God rest his soul because he passed away. And he was he a great did. kid, great yeah. guy. And I, I mean, he was an offensive lineman. And we drafted like third, fourth round, Pete. We third. drafted third round. Get out of uh, Colorado State. I mean, good dude. I mean, I really liked him. And he came in and we're in the, maybe it was the first or second practice. It was sometime. the first practice. And I remember. <laughs> and I watch him get in this dance and we start doing individual drills. And this is no pads. And we're going through stuff. And I just knew right away. he. He couldn't play at this level. He just wasn't athletic enough. He didn't have the feet and his the hips, and they're just some things you can't teach. You can just tell. And I walked out the field, and Prisco actually, <laughs> the first person who grabbed me was Rick Reaper, who was our old college guy. And he goes, "What do you think?" And I looked at him and said, "Rick, he can't play. There's no chance he can play." And then I saw Pete later. He goes, "What do you think of the kid?" And I said, "He can't play." <laughs> I mean, first I'll help. First practice. I, I just knew. I could see. You could see it. And I and. And I tried to help him and liked him and wanted him to succeed. And did he get better? Yeah. But was he ever going to be a starting caliber offensive lineman in this league? No. He just didn't have the 
ability, athletic ability. He couldn't bend right, and things just and nothing against them. He was a good kid. I'm, God bless him. He got paid. Unfortunately, you know, he had some health issues. So, but you don't see that in Bark. No. Okay, and here's the kicker to the Cesario story: is the scouts had like a six-round grade on him, and Tom had a second-round grade on him, and they drafted him <laughs> in the third round. That's true. That's true. Wow. <laughs> so I mean, but if you're asking me, I mean, I I think there's. Um, so I mean, four, four on offense then: two linemen, Chark, yeah. Robinson, and five if you count. Yeah, five, nine. maybe five. Yeah. It's a lot of work to be done. Well, I mean, I mean, then you have to go to, I mean, here's a better question. So you um, played the Tennessee Titans yesterday. How many guys on the team would start, on this team, would start on that team yesterday? Good mm. question. Mm. Okay. Well, the, run, the, the best run, player would start. The best player on the Jaguars right starting. now would start. Neither no. wide receiver is beating out A.J. Brown or uh, no. or. Uh, Corey Davis, the tight end's not going to be out there. No. Um, now, DJ might be a third receiver on that team. Um, uh, the right tackle's a wash. I mean, and that's, I mean, Dennis Kelly, you probably, Juwan probably beat him out. They're all washes across. Uh, I would say their left guard, Staple's better than Ben Garch. Yeah. Right. So call the offensive line wash because they, okay. they, they have a bunch of injuries. But by the way, we're saying it's a wash. That's their third left tackle, Pete. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you're the one who wants to pay Cam Robinson, not me. I didn't, no, I just, I just, I wouldn't. Now, but, if you had up until if, up until today, you've been saying, you can't let him go. You got to have a guy in front no, of him. I said, if you get him for the right price, which I won't change. If you get him right price, you, I mean, you're not just going to. Does that him. price come down? Um, I think I was at twelve to fourteen before. I think I'm ten to twelve. <laughs> you were at fourteen. <laughs> you were um, at fourteen. Now, I would still take him over Cuisenberry. <laughs> I agree, but that's my point. But if you look at <laughs> You're going to pay $14 million for a third tackle. You're not. My point is, if you go to their – I'll do it differently. Go to the starting group that you thought was the starting group going into the season and the starting group on their starting group going into the season. The only – you're taking Lawan, um, Saffold, and, uh, and uh, I'd probably take Norrell. I'd take Linder. I think Can and the other kid are pretty much close. And you know, uh, uh, Kelly and Juwan, you probably like okay, it's it's pretty close. So all the skill positions. That's the that's the worst thing that you said out of that entire thing is that it's close between Kelly and Taylor. It shouldn't well, be. Well, maybe close. you just look at the play, Pete. I'm like, not by the. I, I agree. Not, I'm agreeing with you. What I think the ceiling is. No, but, but right he's, now he's played right. to that level. He's played to a Dennis Kelly level, and that's a problem. And so. I mean, the reality is, is it's not just who you think are going to be starters on this team next year. At, at some level, who cares? Because you're one in fifteen. If you, if well, you, if, yeah, if you go, like you always say, you got to have some of them back. Yeah, I'm, you're missing my point, Pete. What's the goal? Now, to win. The goal, to win a championship. Okay, so if the goal, like next year, like you, the goal is to win a championship next year too. Now you have to have a process to get there. And so, yes, you're going to have guys starting that might not be at the caliber you need them to be to get to that championship level. And you have to build it. It's going to take time. Um, but, you, you know, as, as you look at this, over 12 games now we've had it. And you, two things. You go back to how did they beat the Colts week one? 
<laughs> Philip Philip threw it to him twice. <laughs> they beat a team that didn't punt. Didn't punt. <laughs> um, and then you start looking at it, and and it's uh, a little bit flabbergasting, in the sense of you know it's like I I don't know about you got JP and Pete, but you you start thinking about what you're going to talk about on the show today, and you don't want to be negative all the time. You don't want to kill these guys because I respect them as professional athletes. I respect right. them because they work hard. I respect them because that defense came out and played their tails off for a quarter and a half, and then it was just too much. And, you know, you respect the coaches because they're putting time in. But at the same time, it's a result-oriented a result oriented business. If you don't get results, you're not going to – I mean, who cares? Correct. You're not winning. Yeah. What does right. matter? Yeah. And people are tired of hearing their hard work and they're playing tough. Oh, they're they're sick of it. It pains me to say it. Like, and, it, and anybody it, who's been it, in the NFL, player, coach, anything, you know, look, hard work and dedication, everything else. The they're gonna make, they're not going to make bad get, players into good players. Well, here's the problem. First of all, hard work and dedication and being a pro, that should be the like just the base expectation. Just like, don't walk in the door. Doing that, yeah. Get out of here. Like, right. we don't want you. Like, you need to get a bunch of pros on your team. That's the first thing. And a bunch of guys who love – here's the other thing you need to get. You need to get a bunch of guys who love football, not love being an NFL player. Correct. They and love the game. Like Don't love being in the trappings of the game. They love the game. The game. That's the basics. JP's chomping yes. at the bid for a, for a break. I can yeah. see it. He's waving oh. his – flopping his little paper. JP, when we come back, this is a tease. We're going to ask Tony the question. You, well, I asked you, would you do the trade for the first – Oh, I like that. Tony and, Side. I like okay. that. We'll uh, we'll do it when we come back. We've also got social questions to get to when we return as well. We had one unbelievable hour of radio. Now we're in hour number two. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Daly's. Jaguars fans, let's tackle social injustice together on game days with Selfies for Change. Visit TIAABank.com slash Selfies for Change to take a virtual selfie with a Jaguars player and unlock a $5 donation to the Jaguars Foundation to help fight social injustice. Share your photo on Instagram or Twitter using hashtag Selfies for Change so more fans can be part of the movement. Join us on game days at TIAABank.com slash Selfies for Change. TIAA Bank is the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. Jaguars fans, game day is back, and while it might look a little different this year, the good times, smooth drinks, and tailgate excitement will never change when you're cheering on the Jags with Jameson. So pull up a seat, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger, and lime, and enjoy game day with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. Sassine's Office Systems helps you manage information more efficiently, offering a full line of award-winning copiers, printers, electronic document storage solutions, mailing solutions, and IT solutions. Founded in 1981, Sassine's continues to offer unmatched customer support and world-class scalable technologies to both small businesses and Fortune 500 companies. Located in Jacksonville, Daytona, Orlando, Tampa, and Gainesville, Sassine's is ready with your office solutions. Call 888-771-2679 or visit sissines.com. Come today. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health. Changing healthcare for good. You know, Mike. You know, through the pick, and you know, um, you know, and we were we were behind, and I really wanted to try to get a spark, and thinking that, you know, Gardner could, you know, extend plays and and make some plays with his feet, and he did that. Head coach Doug Marone after the game yesterday explaining the quarterback change and the loss to the Titans. And welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli has joined us in the second hour. And uh, Pete, right before the break, you promised to ask Tony the question that we both were discussing earlier in the first hour about possible first-round trades to go up. Tony, would you give up your first-round pick this year and a second-round pick next year, your second first-round pick, the two first-round picks to go up to one. So you give up. So what? You didn't say that very clearly. Yeah, you give up. up. You give up your two, your second first-round pick, and a second next year to go up one spot. Yes. Me too. We all. So we all agree. We do yeah. that. Yeah. So two first-rounders. Right. And a second rounder next year. Yes. 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 Yeah. In a heartbeat, right? Now, I'm saying that now based on what I know about Trevor Lawrence and the rest of the field as quarterbacks, or Justin Fields is pun on words, and, and the rest of the other guys that you'd consider at that. Um, so based on what I know now, my perception is, and I've not done any work on this, by the way, um, my perception is that Trevor Lawrence is like a, like much higher, like a, a, number, a, a couple notches above the rest of the group. And based on that difference, um, would deter how much that difference or what that delta is will determine how much I'm going to give up based on what I believe now. What you just said, I would do immediately. Mm. Yeah, I would too. And and again, I don't like giving up that kind of draft pick capital. But you go get that guy, you go get him if you can get him. 
If you can get him, you go get him. Uh, I mean, did you guys, anybody watch Wilson the other night for BYU? No. No. Whew, he was spinning it the other night, I'll tell you that. He looked good? He looks like he's about 15, but he can, he's got a, <laughs> they did a Hail Mary and he threw it like 70 yards. He can wow. throw it. I heard he has a, just a, just a. I mean, he, and he's pretty accurate. Yeah. He's pretty yeah. accurate too, and he can move around. Uh, he's intriguing. He really okay, is. So that's another thing. So like, you have to like, you have to evaluate all this because here's the other question. If you had, okay, let's say Trevor Lawrence is up here and you can't move up because the Jets are taking him um, no matter what. And would you move back? If someone really wants fields, would you move back two or three spots to go get Wilson mm. and get extra picks? I would consider. I would consider, yeah, you that, would consider that. That takes us right into our social media questions. Let's go yes. right into them tonight. Number one from at S Boston two five eight seven. Could we consider trading back to number six with Carolina, who's looking for a quarterback? We take Wilson and take advantage of what we received from that trade to trade up and get Pitts. Sounds like a good first round to me with a franchise quarterback and a deadly weapon. Well, okay, but there's so many things here to consider. Um, so if you move back to six, it's pretty far back. And so, uh, you know, who's picking thir- three, four, and five? Do they need a quarterback? Are they interested in the guy you want? Because the other theory here, and the Giants got all kinds of criticism a couple years ago when they, they felt like people thought they took Daniel Jones too early, that they could have moved back four or five spots and still got Daniel Jones. And the argument, the flip side of that is, if you know he's your guy and you know he's a franchise quarterback, don't risk missing out on him. Take him. Instead of trying to be cute, move back a couple spots, maybe get a pick here or there, and then you end up missing on him. Because there's no guarantees that someone else isn't going to move back up and take the guy you want. And you have to get a quarterback if you're Jacksonville, in my opinion. I and agree. So I'd, be, I'd be careful with that. That's, that's yeah, you got to be careful with it. But but if, if it's workable and you could do it and you don't have a different that big a difference in the grade between Fields and Wilson, then then maybe you do that and you get the extra picks. But you got to, like Tony said, you got to make sure that you get your guy. By the way, you know, JP, you did the game the other day. I saw you uh, send out your uh, your call, the kick. Yeah, um, Florida What game. was the deal with Pitt? So he was a late scratch. Florida said that he went through pregame warm-ups and re-aggravated an injury from the week before and then was a late scratch. Mm, and then, fishy there. And, and then there were some tweets after the game, of course, from Kyle Pitts. There was one with the three dots, you know. Um, there was a couple of those type of tweets from him. So he, it, it made it seem like he wasn't so happy about that decision. I know they certainly missed him down around the goal line early in that game. They yeah. missed him. They missed him, but there's more to that story. There's something hot. There's something up with that. And, um, and he's a great player. But I'll, I will say this. There are some really good tight ends out there. I don't know if you watched the Miami game the other night, but their tight end, Jordan, Brevin Jordan, yep. a heck of a player as well. So – there are a lot of tight ends out there, but there's something that that one needs more investigating. Yeah, because sure. well, when he I when mean, he's up, he's the best we'll, in the country. Easy. Yeah, we'll let you guys investigate that another day. I don't really care why he didn't play at that point. At this point, <laughs> um, I, I just I mean I'll, I'll go back to answer that again. I would be I would be I would be risk averse of backing up if I knew there was a guy I wanted, and if I have him and I can take him, I'm taking him because Correct. there's. There's too many things that come into it, and you got to be careful. And you just look at recent history. So um, going back to the question Pete asked, would you trade two ones and next year's two to get Trevor Lawrence? 
Um, would you trade right now with the San, uh, with the Los Angeles Chargers? Would you trade C.J. Henderson and the uh, and uh, Chase on for Justin Herbert? Yes, in an instant. Like, yeah, immediately, and, th- and that's nothing against uh, C.J. or uh, um, or Chase on. My point there is the quarterback's that important. You got to get that right. I agree. You got to get right. it right. So, right. Um, how about the? Okay, let's go back to the draft a couple of years ago. It was Mayfield won, and Lamar Jackson won the MVP, but the guy you take right now would be Josh Allen in an instant. Well, you only bring that up because you called that one from day one, and you love well, it. I'm just, but, <laughs> but that's just you, it. You, 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 you love the, making yourself right. No, I've been wrong before. Believe me, I thought Christian Ponder would be good. Yeah. So, <laughs> oops. I remember. Uh, you probably did, too. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I think you got You have to look when you get. If you got an opportunity to go get the guy, go you get him. him. Go get him. Yeah. Right. All right. Next question. Yes. Uh, sorry, Tony. Uh, we got to move along here. At Waco Garina from Argentina. Hi guys. Which Jags players are in the last year? The contracts that you think will be extended, and which players from free agency would you like to see in Teal next year? Free agency is uh, way yeah, out. We can't, we can't way too far agency. ahead. Uh, um, who's under who's under last year contract that you need to sign? Uh, no. I mean, the one guy I, I mean, I'll give you a couple. Um, Dewan Smoot is a good rotational player, and he's right, but you're not year. gonna you're not gonna you don't need to sign him. No, but you you'd like to sign him. You like to, right, that's a spot but you don't that need you to give. sign. He has need. So like you have to sign. Yeah, nobody. Zero. Okay. Well. Well then, okay. Uh, moving along, our next yeah, question. Yeah, we, we just do a wet blanket over that question. Okay then. <laughs> I mean, but you have to define need too. You do need to sign a couple of these guys because you can't just. You're not going to do it all in free agency. Like I would say, Dewan Smoot for the right price. I'm still looking at Cam uh, Robinson. Um, you got another guy in Sidney Jones who you know can compete for a starting corner, and, and you'll probably be able to get him at the right price. So there are a handful of guys like that. That you have to look at, but if you're talking, um, is there a franchise player coming up for contract this year that you want to get signed ASAP because you don't want to hit the free free agency? I don't think that the team has one of those guys. Maybe maybe they can go out and sign Yannick and Garway. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. New GM. I mean, but uh. you know, but you look at the Dewan Smoot. There are guys available. By the way, Tyson Alualo is going to be in a big debris. Oh, my back. goodness. Can you, the band's getting back together. Bring in Mercedes while we're at it. <laughs> I mean, it's just when you look at it, okay, would you pay Leonard Williams? Boy, he's played good this year, Pete. He really has. But what you worry about, this is the play you thought he was going to be all along, and it came to his contract year to get, like, he's always been good. But this year he's, like, dominating at times. And so, what do you, if you pay him, and it's probably going to cost you, you know, between eighteen and twenty-one million to get him? Do you get that consistent effort? But like you always, okay. Here's one. I'll give you this one. What about Trey Hendrickson? The, uh, the end from uh, New Orleans. He's played great this year. Yeah, he's and you know what? He's probably going to be a middle of the road type of guy as far as the number you're going to have to pay him. Yeah, I mean, I think those are the type of guys that. You know he's always been, he's always been a guy who loves ball. You can tell. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he's interesting. Let listen. I said it, and you go back to the tape. Logs and I argued about it. 
Dante Fowler draft. It was Leonard Williams or Dante Fowler. I said I would take Leonard Williams. Me too. Big and physical. I thought, and I thought uh, he has never he hasn't played to what I thought he would be though. No, but he's always been a very good run defender, Pete. Always correct. Very good. And he and this year he's become a pretty good pass rusher too. Yeah. Yep. But remember, now, he played that three four two gap defense with right. the Jets. So it's a different type of deal. So you get Leonard Williams and a guy like Hendrickson, add him to Allen and Hamilton. Yeah, it changes not everything bad, right there. No. That's like, a pretty good front. And so I like depending on the price tag, I mean the one thing like I would really want to do a deep dive. And you know Leonard Leonard Williams is from Daytona, right down the road. That's where he grew up. I know. Um I want to just do a deep dive in making sure I know him from SC. My experiences with Leonard Williams, great dude. Um, but you just want to make sure. Like what happened this year? Is it just being in a better system that he had the, that led to the production? Like what is it? Um, but he is a force to be reckoned with when he wants to. By the way, Hendrickson twenty six, Leonard Williams twenty seven. They're in that perfect Ooh. age bracket. Oh yeah, that's right. Look at that. Our next uh, question submission from at Brandon Bush eight one seven Hall of Fame talk. I've been watching Freddie T's highlights, and two things come to mind: one, he deserves to be in, and two, on all the highlights you see, Tony absolutely pummeling the defensive end ten or twenty yards down the field. Tony gets in this year and leads away for Fred, just like he did on the field. Yeah, well, you know what they don't do? They don't show the runs where Fred got dumped for a two yard loss, and Vaselli's guy knifed in front of him and dropped him for the loss. They don't. <laughs> They don't show that on the highlight. You know why, Pete? You know why they don't show it, Pete? Because they don't that? exist. Yeah. They don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> why did I know he was going to say that? <laughs> but look, t- Tony should get in the hall this year, and I-, I think he will. And Fred should be in the hall. There's no question about it. Fred Taylor should be in the hall thing. So once Tony goes in, I think then it spurs the momentum to get Fred in. Look, Edron James is going in this year. Uh, well, he went in last year, but he's going to get inducted this year coming up in 2021. Fred Taylor was a better running back than Edron James. I'm sorry, he was. Let's go to the next subject. You okay. Know, so we, yeah. yeah, Tony doesn't want to talk about himself. Let's go to uh, social question. Uh, the next one from Buck- Ed Buckeye. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's so full of it. At <laughs> Buckeye 904. Curious if Pete has scouted any of the other quarterbacks besides Fields and Lawrence. Uh, if so, who he feels is the second best quarterback in this draft. We can't get this wrong again. I may not survive it. Hashtag Pete the Scout. Hashtag Go Jags. Hashtag JP is the glue. I like this tweet. Wow. wow. He, I like he that. must have voted for you, too, in that poll. That ah, you yourself in. Thank you for the votes. Um, I think Wilson's the third quarterback, and I'm intrigued by him. I got to watch him some more. But, boy, when you watch him, and he can move around, he's athletic. He, he does look like he's 15, though. I'll be could, honest. Yeah. With, could, could he pass Justin Fields? Yes. Do I think he will? I don't know. But could he? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're done. I think BYU's done playing, and Fields has the Big Ten Championship this week. Somehow. And then, he'll play, and then he'll play in the playoffs. And so, look, in the playoffs, everybody goes, oh, we'll see, we'll see in the postseason. It's not like Clemson or Alabama has good defenses. No. Nobody right? has a good defense anymore. Correct. So we'll get, but, but they do have athletes. It's always good to see him because in the Big Ten, a lot of those teams aren't that good. And so when you see him play Alabama and Clemson, you get to see him play against NFL caliber athletes. You're seeing uh, Ohio State Purdue is not quite the matchup you're looking for. 
Um, oh, and the Big Ten Championship is Ohio State Northwestern. And, right. and Pat Fitzgerald's done a great job with that team, but they're not that good. Is uh, Pat Fitzgerald the head coaching candidate in the NFL? Yes. Pete? Yes. Wouldn't it make he, sense he, for the Bears to blow their whole thing up and bring in Pat, Pat Fitzgerald? Do you think it'll, his style would translate into the NFL? Yes. I don't know him. I don't yes, know I do. Yes, right. I do. Our final question from at C. Steviz. I'm not right. sure yeah, if those too. are. Well, you look at it. You tell me what that says. Uh, is... C. Steves. It's Steve. Yes, C. Steves. C. C. Steves. Uh, is Chark's attitude and effort a concern? He's not fighting through covers back to the ball, not making the extra effort on tougher catches, and seems visibly disinterested. Should he be a priority signing this season, or should we make him play it out another year before extending? And there you go. That's a, that's a second one we've heard that from. Did you, Tony, on the tape, did you see him not being as interested and not being as into it as he should have been? Because we've seen that earlier in the year. You know, he doesn't have great body language at times because he, you can tell he's frustrated, which I don't think is a player you should ever do. Because um, you can be frustrated if you make a mistake, which is fine, but you don't want to be frustrated at a teammate on the field because it's almost like you're calling that individual out a little bit, and that's what you got to be careful about. Well, if you had those guys throwing to you, you'd be frustrated too. I'm not saying his frustration is unwarranted, Pete. I'm saying it's, it's as you mature as a player, you can't do that. If you want to be a team leader, if you want to be the guy, you can't do that. Um, he's not having a great year. But now, is it the quarterback? Is it him? Is it a combination of both? Is it the injuries? There's a lot going on this year. And um, I still think he's a future building block of this team. I still think that you have to f f try to see if, uh, if you can work out a deal this offseason, if it's possible. Um, but there's no doubt he's not having a season. He expected or anyone else. And there's no doubt his body language is not very good. So did you see any loafing yesterday? I didn't see loafing. No, I'm only, I, for me to call a guy out that's not trying or loafing, it has to be like obvious. Kind of um, like the cowboy, like the Cowboys last week. Yeah, it, it has to be obvious, obvious, obvious. So, like watching, um, you know, he got. He, I, you can tell he was frustrated. Malcolm Butler did a good job on him, and he got frustrated. Uh, you know, and some of the balls were so poorly thrown. You know, I think he just was like, "What am I supposed to do with it?" Uh, now, could, could he have fought back maybe on that deep ball? But I think it was almost out of bounds at the same time. So, you know, maybe you could question and maybe say, man, like just even if there's not a chance, just fighting through and trying to give that great um, effort and show great intention would be a good thing. But I, I didn't see anything where, like, you're saying, oh, my gosh, he's, you know, giving up or he's loafing or he quit. Um, I, I, I didn't see that. Um, is there plays that I'm sure he watches on tape and wishes he could have back? Um, does he need to create more separation? Could his routes be crisper at the top of him? Um, you know, could he help his quarterback out a little bit? Sure. Um, I mean, he's not without fault. I mean, and it's not like he can't get better. But if you're asking me, has it changed my opinion of wanting him on back on the team um, that he and that he's one of the young good players? I have not changed my opinion on that. Nine targets, ask, two we catches. We didn't ask Tony about – JP, we didn't ask Tony about um... – Minshew yesterday. Yes, let's let's take a timeout. We'll come back and, and get Tony's <laughs> assessment. I, I don't think, yeah, and JP, I don't think we need to do the AFC power rankings or any of that stuff. And I, and I don't think we need to do the draft order. I think everyone knows. Well, uh, I think when somebody comes in for only one hour of the show, they don't have a say. So let's come back in a moment and we'll figure out what we're going to talk about. How about that? It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to Change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. In Florida, bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road. So when you ride, follow the rules. Always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike. And drivers, watch for cyclists. Give them space to ride. And don't forget when making that right on red, look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane. We all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe. Alert today, alive tomorrow. Because safety doesn't happen by accident. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Sassine's Office Systems helps you manage information more efficiently, offering a full line of award-winning copiers, printers, electronic document storage solutions, mailing solutions, and IT solutions. Founded in 1981, Sassine's continues to offer unmatched customer support and world-class scalable technologies to both small businesses and Fortune 500 companies. Located in Jacksonville, Daytona, Orlando, Tampa, and Gainesville, Sassine's is ready with your office solutions. Call 888-771-2679 or visit sissines.com. Come today. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by Dreamfinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on a Monday after a 12th consecutive loss. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Vaselli. You know, upon further review, Tony, you're right. And I apologize for being so aggressive before the break. We should not talk about the AFC South standings because they don't matter anymore. They don't matter. 
But they don't. Listen, I, I had a conflict. I hated it. I couldn't. Something was out of my control from four to five today. It never happens. It did. I apologize. So your comment was fair, JP. Keep my mouth shut if you can't make the first part of your dang job. Fair. <laughs> I, I got I had no comeback. I mean, you could have called you know, in from the uh, golf course, but uh, you know, whatever. I was, first Plus, of all, you would you put the Jaguars. The you would put the Jaguars ahead of the Texans, anyways. No, I'm not. If you're going to say I was on the golf course one more time, JP, I might come down there, find you, and abuse you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well then, okay. Um, how about them? How about them apples? How about them? Um, Let's start with the quarterback talk. Then we'll get to the draft order okay. in a moment. So I don't think that matters either. We're number two, but but everyone knows. Right. Just so there's you no know. way. There's no way they can't be number two now, right? Yes, it is. The, yeah. If they lose this. If they lose this weekend and the Bengals win, then there's no chance. Remember, they only have a one game. They have the Jaguars have a one game cushion. If they win one game, they win one of the next three. They still have the number two pick. If they win two of the next three and the Bengals don't win anymore, they have the three pick. <laughs> don't hold your breath. Which which of the next three do they have a chance to? Okay, they're not beating the Ravens. Chicago. I the told Bears. you that already. <laughs> the Bears, why not? Uh, come on. Trubisky's going to throw them like the three. Bears, even if they beat the Bears, they still would have the number two pick, provided yeah. they lost. By the way, so they're, so they're locked in at number two, so, so we don't need to do the draft power ranks. So, so go okay, win let's the game. Just go to the quarterback. Do something else. Let's go. All right. So, so Glennon started yesterday. He gets pulled. He threw for eighty-five yards and two and a half quarters. And then Gardner Minshew comes in. <laughs> what did you make of the uh, Minshew's day yesterday, Tony? I didn't make much of it at all. If I'm being honest, I mean, he came in thirty-one-three. The game's like the defense has changed. The tempo of the game changed. Um, you know, I think one pass he threw, you know, maybe one or two passes traveled more than five yards. Uh, and so does he give you something more than those other guys with his um, with his uh, feet, his legs? Absolutely he does. Is he going to extend it? Yes. Is he going to get out of there quicker than he should? Yes. Um, some of the balls at the end were not accurate at all. Um, is that rust? Possibly. So it was like, okay, like nothing. I'll say this. Nothing I saw. Like I'm fine with Doug naming him the starter, whatever. That's great. I've said it. I said it last week. Whatever, whatever Doug thinks, I'm going to trust. He's with it. He has a vested interest of winning games. I am now in Pete's corner. Like it or not, do I? I'm thinking about next year. I'm not saying that's right. I'm just telling you. I'm thinking about what does this team need to do so that I'm not talking about next year during the season ever again. Like, I don't like this. I don't like talking about next year when we have games to play. I don't like talking about people I have relationships with possibly losing their jobs. I don't like like I don't like being this negative stuff. So I am now looking forward. So if Gardner Minshew starts, great. Did I see anything that makes me go, yep, he's the guy. Let's build around it. No. Nothing. Nothing Tony, changed. You me. watch the I, I know watch the tape. Is. Yes. You watch the tape. On the run, when he left the clean pocket, he ran for 13 yards. Was there anybody? Was there somebody open that he could have hit down the field? Like I couldn't wide tell. Wide open? No, people. You know, in this league, like I, I'm talking about it. NFL open. NFL open. Like I, I'd have to go back and look at that exact play. But here's why: I don't see him very often throwing into tight windows and throwing people open, or anticipating where they're going and throwing it in the over the middle of the field in, in anticipation where they're going to end up being. I just don't see that a lot. I'm not trying to be critical of the young man. Um, he's a competitor. He he wants he works his you know it looks like he competes out there. 
Um, he's gritty. He's going to fight. He's not afraid to, you know, try to make things happen. But do I see a guy who's a franchise or a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL? I don't. No. All right. Uh, let's uh, come back in a moment. Uh, by the way, the yes, the not-so-powerful draft order, the Jaguars are number two currently with the 546 strength of schedule. The Jets are number one. I just wanted to get the graphic in for our video audience. They're not getting number one, by the way. Jets are you not going to do Jets it for You don't think the Jets can beat the Patriots? Mm. You, don't think no. Belichick, you don't think Belichick says, hey, let's start stimming this week and see what we can do? What if what if they what if he tanked and sat down all the guys so they don't care? Gosh, let's come back in a moment. We'll go around the NFL and recap the games. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a Built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. At Tropical Smoothie Cafe, one taste and you're feeling good now, smiling wider now, seeing brighter now, bucket dunking now, staying now, popping a wheelie now, living lighter now. You're on Tropic Time now. And on Mondays, try our Jaguars Duval Delight Smoothies for $2.99. And you're roaring louder now, end zone dancing now, sipping spirit now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Jaguars fans, be there for the final home game of the year as the Chicago Bears visit TIAA Bank Field December 27th. It's our annual fan appreciation game and our chance to say thank you for being Duval together all year long. Tickets are still available at Jaguars.com or by calling 904-633-2000. Bring the noise to the bank to help close out the year with a bang. Second touchdown of the game from James Robinson. Visit Jaguars.com slash tickets today. Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. 
Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Briscoe, Tony Baselli, and it is time to go around the National Football League in Week 14 and get to the games from yesterday. The Broncos get a win over the Panthers, 32-27, and in that game, through lock through four touchdown passes, Pete. I'm telling you, I like him. I, I think the Broncos have the makings of a pretty good offense because I think Locke can throw it. I'm getting. My, I'm hearing myself in my ear now. That's great. Right. I get to hear myself twice. Uh, just keep talking. <laughs> just keep hey, talking. I like hearing You're myself. I hear you. I get to, um, yeah. No, I think Locke, KJ Hamler. Um, you know, you get Cortland Sutton back. Judy, Noah Fant. They have the makings of a pretty good offense there in Denver. Yeah, I'm not. Are you sold on Locke though? I like Locke. I like. A, I want a gunslinger. I think he's a gunslinger. I'm not, I, I get that. And I haven't seen enough Pete, so I'll trust you. I mean, if Walk's the guy, yeah, they got some talent. And uh, I think Munchak's done a good job with the offensive line. They're starting to play better. Um, you know, so we'll see. I think for sure, now I shouldn't say for sure, if they finish the season the right way, I think Elway brings Vic Fangio back and gives him another year to see if he can, what he can do uh, in a non-COVID Everyone, you know, not with all the injuries, get some of the stars back. If he, but I, I, but I think he has to. They have five wins now. If he wins two of the next three, I think he's for sure back. One of the next three, six wins, I think it's 50 50. I would agree with you. The Bears over the Texans, 36 to 7. What happened to Houston? Well, Trubisky and Montgomery and Allen Robinson happened to Houston. The Texans it's are bad. off. It's a bad defense. It's, it's, a, bit, it's a bad team. The team's not good. And, every, you know, people keep comparing jobs and stuff to, okay, would you rather have Watson and not ha and have that mess that's around them and no draft picks? Or would you rather have the Jaguars situation with the number two overall pick? Look, the quarterback is great to have, but that team around them is terrible. And they have issues. They, they're getting ages there. J.J. Watt's starting to break down. Who rushes the passer? The bad team. Speaking yeah, of, they're not very good. I didn't see him getting blown out like that, though. It was bad. I might, you know, that might drop him in this power. That might have dropped him in the AFC uh, South power rankings. Oh, performance. Ooh. Wow. That's, uh, but we didn't do him tonight. Remember, somebody didn't want to do the power rankings. You can't drop him over this team. It's the word. This is, no, stop it. <laughs> Cowboys. So, speaking of bad teams, Cowboys over the Bengals 30 to 7 yesterday. We'll just go ahead and skip that game because there's not a lot Thank to talk yes. about. Uh, Kansas City over Miami, 33-27. This was 10-0 Miami, and then Kansas City stormed ahead, and it got close late. And, and you know what? Kansas City, that's the greatness of them. Mahomes wasn't that great. He threw three picks. He had a couple tipped to a bad interception, and they were down 10-0. The next thing you know, you look up, and it's 30-10. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were just dominating. And then Tua made it interesting with some nice plays, but uh, no, Kansas City's the best team in the league. Yep, nothing to add there. Arizona over the Giants, 26-7. to And let's see, Tampa Bay over Minnesota, 26-14. to Tom Brady, a couple of touchdowns. And, Pete, as you said earlier, Leonard Fournette, a healthy scratch yesterday. Healthy scratch, Leonard Fournette. Think yeah, about that, 
Remember, remember when everyone was saying the, the Jaguars are tanking because they're getting Leonard, rid of Leonard Fournette and keeping James Robinson as a starter? Um, what do you think now? It's not uh, even close. They're not I mean, even close. James, yeah, James, Robinson, James Robinson is a better – just better at everything. He's a better football player. Should James Robinson be voted into the Pro Bowl? Yes. It, yeah, I third, agree. It, 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 so what is he in – where is he in rushing? Third. Someone – Third. Third in the NFL? Yes. God, he's got, I mean, so he's second in the AFC then? Yes, yes. Yeah, he's got, I mean, he, if he, I mean, it depends how he finishes. He needs to have a, another good week because I think they vote after this week, after week 14, typically. Um, I mean, like yeah. one and two are clearly ahead of him, but, but you know, Dalvin Cook's two and he's 300 yards ahead of him. But after that, he's he's got a, a, a pretty significant lead over four. He, he yeah, He's a good player. Yeah, he should Col- be in the Pro Bowl. Colts over the Raiders, 44-27. The Colts, 9-4, and four, keeping pace, but they're still back because of the division record. And the Jags win over and the, them. And the Raiders fired Paul Gunther. And I, I've known Paul for a long time. You tell me who's going to make chicken salad out of that chicken dunk. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about this? If the Titans went out and the Colts went out, the reason the Colts don't win the division is because they lost to the Jaguars opening day. Yeah. yeah. And the Colts are the better team, I think. They're the better complete team because they have a defense. I don't think the Titans can go anywhere in the playoffs because that defense is so bad. It's the Colts totally have a chance because they can play really good defense. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it. But By the way, Mike Mayock not doing you any favors, Vaselli. <laughs> Pete, let me stop, please. They're good offensively. Uh, a few more <laughs> games here quickly. Seattle dominated the Jets. Thanks a lot, New York. The Packers win again, 31-24 over Detroit. Chargers over Atlanta, 20-17. to Philly gets a win, 24-21. Hey, hold, on, stop, hold on, stop with Atlanta real quick. Just yeah. I, got Pete, I want to ask Pete a question. Quickly. Pete, does do they move on from uh, Matt Ryan? I mean, he was three picks yesterday. He was bad. He was bad. No Julio, though. I don't care. Are they move. Do they move on from no. Matt Ryan after this no. year? No, okay. I don't think so. Philly over New Orleans, twenty four twenty one, and Washington wins again. The football team starting to rally. Pete, Jack Del Rio has that defense playing good football. I mean, they have a lot of talent up front, but they're playing good football. <laughs> right, Buffalo. I mean, they are. They can get after the quarterback. And then you know, Buffalo. I mean, they, they can. They got big players inside. Tony, that goes back to your theory. You know, block. Protect the quarterback, run the ball, affect the quarterback, sack him, and get a quarterback, and you're going to win football. Games. But it's not sustainable without the franchise quarterback. You well, know that. You got to get the quarterback. That's right. Yeah. You got to have the quarterback. Bills over the Steelers. They have a quarterback. Both teams, in fact, 26 17, oh. the final score. <laughs> Some Steelers well, fans right now might debate you on whether they have a quarterback. <laughs> right. Yeah, Buffalo's better than Pittsburgh, a lot better. Monday Night Football, we get a sneak preview of the Jags' Week 15 opponent. Lamar Jackson and the 7-5 Baltimore Ravens are hovering at the AFC playoff cut line. They'll face the churning running game of the surprising 9-3 Cleveland Browns. Could be the fastest game of the year. Two of the top three rushing offenses in football. Who you got tonight? You know, I said that last week when the, the Browns played the Titans and it ended up being an offensive <laughs> explosion. So uh, I don't know how this will play out, but the last time the Ravens blew them out, they're the better team. Look, Cleveland's an upstart. They're a nice team, but I think the Ravens are getting guys back. They go in there and they handle business. Mm. 
I, I, you know, my concern is could the Ravens be looking ahead to the big matchup next week and they get caught sleeping? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Trap game. <laughs> They're going to rest guys. They're going to rest guys next week for the following week and still win. All right. There you have it. Listen, I think the Ravens are the better overall team, but I'll tell you, they better strap it up because the, the Browns have a really good offensive line. Wills, their left tackle, who was a right tackle in Alabama. Pete, maybe the best rookie I've seen this year, as far as offensive linemen, the kids are stud good in the run and the pass. I love the offensive line for the Browns. I think they could run it and I, against the Ravens, and I think it's going to be a close game. You know, right. you know, that's why you don't pay Cam Robinson right there. Ah, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, we uh, we had a show tonight. Thanks to our entire crew, Joe Fortunato, Brent Reber. For Pete and Tony, I'm J.P. Shadrick. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.